Hello, hello, and welcome to the Sustainably Healthy Podcast. My name is Nika. I am your host, and I am going to be talking about protein today. And so if you are listening and you've worked with me in the past, you know that I'm a huge... Um, You've heard me talk about the importance of protein probably a million times. Um, I talk about it all the time in my sustainably healthy community, my one-on-one clients, and I preach it to my family. I post high-protein recipes almost every single week, actually every single week in in my sustainably healthy community, and I'm always pushing consuming more protein. Every single person should be consuming more protein. Um, And we're going to talk about the benefits of protein and why you should be consuming more protein on a day-to-day basis. Um, I touched on it a little bit in my Food Fair Fix workshop, if you listen to the podcast episode on that. Um, But I'm going to dive a little bit deeper and go into some tips to start incorporating more protein into your diet. Um, But first, we're going to talk about why protein is important. What What is protein? What is the benefits of protein? protein why is protein such a fad word is it a fad is it is it um is it a popular fad diet or is it something that's going to actually help you reach your goals without any sort of restriction and that's pretty much what it will do (laughs) um and so let's get into it so first things first what exactly is protein what is protein what does it do? What it, does it make me bulky? Does it make me, um, you know, my stomach hurt? I've had protein powders in the past. This is all things that I've heard from people in the past. Actually, I've also heard that someone suggested protein causes ammonia um, in your body, which is absolutely not true. <laughs> and so we're going to debunk some myths about protein and we're going to just dive in to see how it's so beneficial for your body, whether you have fat loss goals, building, you want to build muscle, you want to live a long, healthy life, protein is important for everything. And so let's get into it. So first things first, what is protein? Proteins are the, are a collection of amino acids, um, and the building blocks of pretty much everything in your body, your muscles, your bones, your ligaments, your joints, your hormones, your thyroid function, your hair, your skin, your nails, your organs, all of those things would not function without protein. Protein is the building blocks of essentially all cells in your body, every single thing. So without protein, we wouldn't really survive. Um, And so it's very important for everything in our body, but for many people who listen to my podcast, you want to live a healthier lifestyle, right? You want to maybe lose some weight or you want to um, build strength, build muscle. And so protein is even more important for those of you who don't just want to survive, but you want to thrive. And so um, many people think that you only need a certain amount the dietary restriction that a lot of people bring up is um, 0.8% of of your weight in kilos and so if you really do the math out of that (laughs) it's not very much it's well under 100 grams of protein for um for the average adult and um if you're somebody who wants to survive and just cares to you know avoid diseases and not necessarily care about your muscle growth or or your longevity then you get, I guess you don't need to worry too much about protein intake. Um, But many of you who are listening, you don't just want to survive, you want to thrive. You want to live a long and healthy lifestyle. And so you're going to need a little bit more protein. So the recommended dietary amount is just basically whenever you see things on the back of the label that say RDA, that's just basically just the amount to avoid diseases. 
to survive. But like I said, we're all here to thrive. We all want to live a long, healthy lifestyle. We want to look a certain way. We want to feel a certain way. We want to have more energy. We don't just want to avoid dying. That's that's not living. Um, and so what most people need and what I recommend to all of my clients, my one-on-one clients, is one gram of protein per goal body weight. Now that's just an estimate. It's not an exact science. So if you do want to go deep into the science side of things, um, I would recommend one gram of protein per lean muscle mass. But since none of us have, um, or not all of us have easy access to a DEXA scan or a fancy um, lean muscle mass (laughs) type of equipment that measures your lean muscle mass, um, it's best to just go off of what you, what your desired goal weight would be. So say you, um, you see yourself at your fittest or your leanest, your end goal weight, not just like, oh, by the end of this year, I want to lose 20 pounds, but ultimately I would love to be 150 pounds. Well, that's your end goal weight, the very leanest that you see yourself. Um, and not to say that weight is a, um, and like you have to be that weight to be successful. Um, but just kind of estimate where you see yourself at, at your healthiest. Right. And so for me, I'm pretty much sorry if you hear my son and my husband in the background, um, we're still in the summer and it is still, we're still trying to figure out some sort of, uh, something for Zayden to stay busy. So I'm recording this podcast a little bit late. Anywho, (laughs) about protein. So one gram of protein per goal body weight. So say you weigh 200 pounds and your goal body weight is 150. Your protein goal would be 150 grams of protein per day. Um, So that's about where I'm at. I eat about 150, 155 grams of protein per day because that is essentially my goal body weight. I do eat a little bit more um, because I work out very often. I work. I, I, I would like to say I have a high activity level. I go to CrossFit around um, four days a week, but I also add in another two days of strength training. Um, so it's very dependent, but I do, um, I do have more, I guess you could say, um, athletic goals like I'm not I I do compete in CrossFit competitions every once in a while Um, so I do try to get in a little bit more protein and also if you have a fat loss goal um, it's okay to go over protein eat a little bit more protein because it is we'll get into it it's satiating it kind of helps help satisfy your hunger if you're somebody who tends to overeat Um, and so yeah that's a benefit of increasing your protein intake. So um, one gram of protein per goal body weight is what you should aim for on a day-to-day basis to maintain lean muscle mass and get all of the benefits of protein. And so we're going to kind of talk about those benefits right now. We're going to talk about why protein is important for your long-term health, for sustainably healthy goals, right? And so number one, many of you are listening, many of you have worked with me in the past or um or have attended one of my trainings or something like that. And a lot of you pretty much have a lot of the same goals that I've had. You want to lose weight or you want to heal your relationship with food or you just want to um, not have that all or nothing mentality when it comes to food. And so that's basically the be- the benefits that I'm going to kind of gear this towards. Um, not necessarily getting too much into how you build so much muscle or how much protein you need to put on and bulk up or anything like that. We're just talking like general population, living a healthier lifestyle, not trying to like cut down or body building or anything like that. So that's who this is kind of typically geared towards. Um, and so protein benefits, number one is it, 
it reduces your appetite and your hunger hunger levels. And so this can be a benefit, but it can also be something that um, can hold you back at first, at first, right? Because if you're not used to eating a lot of protein, if you're not used to consuming 150 grams of protein, if you're used to eating maybe 60 or 70 grams of protein per day, um, it's going to be hard. It's going to be pretty difficult to get in more protein because a couple of reasons. Number one, protein is not easily accessible. Most of the time, unless you have some sort of good quality protein powder, um, and I'll go into which one I would recommend, or like protein bars, or just something that you can just grab and go that's high in protein, it's usually harder to consume. It's usually harder to have access to. You typically have to cook or prepare protein in order for you to have access to it right and so typically we have to prepare our meat or prepare your eggs or prepare whatever protein source that you have and so it takes longer it's not as easily accessible and so that's one reason why it's harder to consume protein Um, but whenever it comes to reducing your appetite and hunger levels, it can be a bad thing because if you are struggling with consuming protein, enough protein, your body has to develop what is called digestive enzymes. Called, um, there's protease and amylase specifically. I won't get too sciencey on ya, um, but these digestive enzymes are specific to breaking down protein. So your body has to break down that protein in order for your body to digest it and absorb it and utilize that protein to repair your muscles, cells, tissues, and all those things. And so if you're not getting in the digestive enzymes quite yet, your body hasn't developed those digestive enzymes quite yet, um, then it's going to be difficult for your body to break down that protein. And so what you will find is that you may either be incredibly full from eating so much protein. So maybe as you're starting to work up to that protein goal, that 150 grams of protein, start to slowly increase. Don't just go from zero to a hundred, slowly increase your protein intake. Um, but also you know, give your body, your body's going to need to to develop those digestive enzymes because when, whenever your body is breaking down protein, it takes longer. And so you may develop bloating. You may feel a little bit bloated and be like, oh my gosh, or see a little bit of a weight, weight fluctuation just because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm so full. I'm so bloated. I'm gaining weight. But really your body just has to adapt to that. It has to adapt to something new, like any diet, any diet that you do, which I wouldn't necessarily calling a high protein diet, a specific diet. Um, it's just paying attention to one of your macronutrients, but that is, um, that is something that your body's just not used to. And so it's like, well, what's going on? So it's got to adapt. And so over time, you will develop more of a hunger and craving for protein. But at first, it's going to take some time, you're going to feel incredibly full. And, um, and you're going to be like, you know, this is too much food for me, or why am I eating so much food, but really, your body's just got to adjust and get used to that. Um, But on the other end of the the spectrum, um, if you're somebody who tends to always be hungry, protein is great because if you're have if you have a weight loss journey if you have a weight loss goal you want to lose weight um then you will not overeat most likely or you'll be less likely to overeat if you are consuming more protein because you're going to be more satiated so that's kind of the the thought process on that that's a benefit with protein if you find yourself always hungry or always overeating going over on calories binging protein's great because it's going to help reduce that appetite 
Um, second thing is it does maintain your lean muscle mass. And so a lot of people think that protein is, um, it makes you bulky, right? That's the first thing that I thought whenever I first started taking protein powder. I was like, no, I just want to get tone. I want to be tone. I want to be tone. That was like the, the big, the big fad word. I want to be tone and lean. I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to look like one of those bodybuilding manly chicks, right? And I can tell you right now that that is nearly impossible to accidentally accomplish. Let me tell you, <laughs> those ladies have to work really damn hard to get that bodybuilding physique, that, that big muscular manly physique. They got to work. They got to want that and do that with intent. Um, and it takes years and years and years to actually get to that point. So it's never, it, it's nearly impossible to accidentally get bulky. The only way you can get bulky, um, and like manly is if you're eating in a very high calorie surplus and working out lifting heavy weight and all those things so don't stress about getting bulky <laughs> protein's not going to make you bulky protein is great because it's helping your body maintain the muscle mass that you already have on your body if you're just getting started in the gym and starting to lift weights your body will start to build muscle slowly but eventually it's going to get to a point where you've got to really fuel and eat a lot more food to really put on mass um so it's going to maintain your lean muscle mass that you already have so that way we the calories because when you're in a calorie deficit or if you're lose your goal is to lose weight and you're burning more calories than you are consuming then you're going to expel you're going to shed body fat or you're going to shed weight right and so the calories that you're consuming determine whether you lose weight or you gain weight or you stay the same whereas protein your protein intake determines whether you're going to maintain, you're going to have a lean and toned physique once that, once you reach that set goal weight, or if you're going to be what they call skinny fat, where you lose your muscle. So the weight's coming off. Protein determines whether that weight's coming off of body fat or if it's coming off of your muscle as well. Now, if you're in a calorie de deficit and you're not necessarily paying attention to protein intake, you may still lose body fat, but we, the goal is to preserve that muscle mass so that way you have a more lean and toned physique. You want to have that muscle definition. You want to have those toned arms that you see all over social media or whatever. Um, but you want to have that muscle mass not only just for looks, but to be able to um, move throughout the day or exercise, lift weights, um, you know, live a longer healthy lifestyle. The more muscle mass you have on your body, it's projected that the longer that you live. Um, so it's, it's a great thing to maintain as much lean muscle as you can while on a health and fitness journey. Um, another benefit of consuming enough protein is it's important for your bone health. Um, if you feel like you're constantly achy or your joints are always cracking, consuming more protein is going to help with that. Um, prevents osteoporosis, arthritis, all of those things. Consuming enough protein can help with that. Um, it can boost your metabolism. So it kind of ties hand in hand with that muscle mass that's lean, maintaining your lean muscle mass. And so actually, the more muscle mass that you actually preserve on your body, the easier it is for your body to burn body fat at rest. And so many of us think that we need to do more cardio. I need to do more cardio to burn body fat. Oh, I need to do this fat burner ab workout to burn body fat. But really, it what what really matters, and it's true, is that yes, a certain percentage of 
of your calories or your progress is made in the gym, but majority of it is made with nutrition and you burn majority of your calories outside of the gym. And so whenever you have more muscle on your body, so say you're lifting weights, when you're in the gym, you're not building muscle. What's happening is when you're lifting weights, say you're doing upper body day and you're doing bicep curls and you feel that bicep that bicep pump, right? You're like, oh yeah, I'm getting a good pump. I'm building that muscle. It's getting bigger. What's actually happening is your body's developing inflammation and breaking your muscle down. So whenever you're um, lifting weights, what's happening is that you're breaking the muscle fiber fibers up and they are essentially breaking that muscle down. And so what's great is that protein is com- comes in and it's like, oh, we're going to repair these muscles and we're going to build them back stronger because we we want to be able to take on that load that you just, you, you know, that torture that you just did to our muscles. We want to be able to come back stronger next time. So that way our body reacts and is, and, and, um, prevents that that much muscle breakdown so that's kind of why we have to go up and wait every time not every time but that's why i suggest you know challenging yourself to go up and wait every week or every other week in the gym to kind of challenge those muscles that's how they get stronger you have to add more resistance to them and so where was i getting at with this so again so once we build that muscle mass the more muscle mass we have on our body so what happens is whenever our muscles are recovering or they're um, building back up we're burning calories And so it's got to repair more and more muscle, right? And so the more muscle we have in our body, the more calories that our body needs to repair that muscle. And we're repairing it while we're at rest. And so what your body's doing is actually burning calories while we're simply resting, while you're asleep. And so what's great about protein is it helps repair that muscle mass, which also helps burn calories. So another protein benefit. Another benefit of protein is it aids in recovery of injuries. So if you find yourself very injured or you are recovering from some sort of injury or sickness, um, like I had mentioned, protein's important for repairing of your ligaments, your bones, your joints, your muscles, all of those things. It's going to help repair that sickness as well because it's helping repair those, um, those immune cells. And so protein is going to help with, with recovery and enhance that recovery and enhance the time frame on that so you'll bounce back quicker by prioritizing your protein um it's important for your hair and your skin growth so something that i've been really taking is a form of protein which is collagen um collagen is not a complete protein source and we'll kind of get into that here pretty soon um but collagen is a type of protein that helps with your hair and your skin and your gut health and the lining of your skin and things like that but I've been taking collagen um, pretty much every day for the past year or two. And just this past few years, my mom, actually, she she does hair for a living. And so, she, of course, she does my hair. And she's done my hair my whole life. And I've always had very, very thin hair. But these past couple of years, I've been really taking that collagen and really ma- eating more protein than I ever have in my entire life, truly. Um, <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, Nika, your hair has gotten so much thicker these past couple of years. She's like, I can't believe how thick your hair is. And so there's a benefit there. Like, all of us want to have long luscious locks for the rest of our lives right we don't want to lose our hair we want to get thicker hair so if you feel like your hair is thinning in any sort of way consume more protein more collagen um and another benefit is your nails my nails are super thick now and they grow so quickly my toenails and my skin completely
complexion has um, definitely helped a lot. Like, obviously I'm in the sun a lot, so I need to take care of my skin a little bit better. Um, but it helps with your skin elasticity, especially if your collagen has dermavol in it. I know this is a protein um, topic, but uh, I do use, I use, I'll put the link in my show notes. Um, I use First Form's protein powder and their collagen in it. Um, not just because, you know, I work for them, but they have delicious protein powders and um, I've truly seen the benefits of them. So um, check the show link in, check, check the link in the show notes and check out the First Form Protein Powder. I love, for the protein powder, I love the level one um, cinnamon cookie batter. That is the all-time favorite flat flavor. And in my coffee, I add cinnamon cookie batter level one and the collagen salted caramel. Those two are to die for. They, <laughs> they definitely substitute the need for any sort of creamer um, and just make my coffee taste delicious and help me hit my protein intake because we all know the benefits of protein, right? So, and last but not least, it helps with maintaining your weight loss. So many of us struggle, you know, I feel like for a lot of people and myself included is that, you know, losing weight is usually the easy part. Maintaining that weight keeping that weight off is the hardest part. And so protein is going to help you with maintaining your weight as well, because you're going to be able to maintain that muscle mass and you'll be able to maintain, like, like I said, the more lean muscle mass we have, you'll actually be able to slowly start to increase your calories more and more. The more muscle you have, increase your calories. You can eat more with the more muscle that you have on your body without, without, gaining that weight back. Um, obviously there is a process to that and it's a slow process, but maintaining is the hardest part of a weight loss journey. That's for sure. And so protein can help with that once again, so many benefits to protein. Um, but these are just a list of the few things that you might find interesting on your journey. Next, next we'll kind of talk about a couple of the questions that I've gotten as far as the hierarchy or like what the t what time should I eat pro should I eat protein should I drink a protein shake right after the gym or should I have protein first thing in the morning or should I have protein that late at night is it too late to have protein and so ultimately I'm going to kind of share with you guys there are benefits to timing your protein intake there definitely are but if you're just getting started if you're just getting started with eating enough protein I would recommend starting off with just making sure you're getting enough in it's all right if you have to front load your day and get a ton of protein at the beginning of the day. Um, it's okay if you're if you're falling short at the end of the day and you have to chug a protein shake at the end of the day. It's completely okay. Just make sure you're getting enough. That's number one. So we're going to talk about the hierarchy of importance when it comes to protein intake. And so number one is just getting enough. Just make sure you are getting enough protein in daily. So make it a point. If it's, like I said, it doesn't have to be perfectly spread out, just hit that protein goal, number one. Once that is a habit, once you've hit your protein goal and it's like no big deal, you can hit your protein goal with ease um, every single day, I would say you're hitting your protein goal at least for two weeks straight, okay? 
and you're hitting it, not a problem, don't have a problem at all, even, shoot, you could even feel like you're always going over your protein. If you're just getting started and you think that's impossible, trust me, once you start really paying attention to your protein intake, it is very possible to go way over your protein. (laughs) That's something that, that I actually have a problem with now, is like, whoa, hold off on the protein intake, you don't need that much, you need some carbs and fats. Anyways, so don't stress so much about um, the timing or spreading it out perfectly or drinking a protein shake right after your workout. Like, no, just focus on getting in enough protein. Number one, once you have that down, then you can start to distribute it. Then you can start, start to just spread it out throughout your day. So start to eat maybe 30 grams of protein per meal, depending on how much protein you need, um, divide it by how many meals you have throughout the day. And you can start off doing that as well. If you're having a hard time eating enough, like you're feeling super full, start to spread that out. But number one is just getting enough protein in. Number two is start to spread it out. So, okay, I'm going to try to spread it out evenly throughout the day. So once again, if you have three meals, try to spread out your protein goal. Your goal is 150 grams of protein, 50 grams of protein per meal. Just try to spread it out as evenly as possible. And then after you've kind of got the hang of spreading it out a little bit more evenly that's whenever you can start to incorporate protein the timing of your protein relative to your training and so if you're just getting started with building habits don't stress about this don't even think about this you can skip over this part or ignore this part okay but if you're a little bit more advanced and you're hitting your protein it's not a problem whatsoever you can distribute it pretty evenly throughout your day then you can get some benefits to including protein relative to your training. So I would recommend incorporating protein around 20 to 30 grams, depending on what your goals are, what your size is. Um, If you're a female, male, whatever the case may be, I highly recommend, you know, asking a coach or asking someone who knows you personally to give you these, these recommendations. But for the average person, person, um, I would recommend getting in about an hour before training. If you don't train first thing in the morning, like I do (laughs) about an hour before try to incorporate around 20 to 30 grams in your meal, um, with some carbs. That's ideal. And then immediately after your workout, I would recommend consuming around 20 to 30 grams. I like to take a faster digesting protein. Now, again, this is not something that's going to make or break your progress. If you don't take a protein, drink a protein shake immediately after your workout, like don't stress so much, but there are some benefits to incorporating a protein shake right after your workout with some faster carbs, faster digesting carbs. So I recommend doing, um, I like to use first forms formula one and ignition. So formula one is a hydrolyzed whey protein isolate. And so what that does is it's essentially protein broken down. So that way your body doesn't have to take that time to break it down. Your body's it's going to already absorb that and break that down. Um, because it's a, an isolate. Um, and then I pair that with ignition, which is a fast digesting carb source with a multivitamin in it. And so what that does is it essentially just replenishes that energy that I depleted in the gym. It replenishes that and it allows that protein to absorb in your muscles and it allows it to repair a little bit faster. So once again, if you're just getting started, don't stress about this fact. This, this causes minimal benefits to those who are a little bit more advanced. 
Number one, just get in enough protein. Number two, distribute it evenly throughout the day. Number three, then you can start to incorporate it relative to your training. But um, that's typically what I do after my training. I'll drink a protein shake that has hydrolyzed whey protein isolate with a fast digesting carb. So you can also do, um, I really like the first form. It's called the post-workout stack just because it's more optimal for a post-workout setting, especially a high-intensity workout or really tough leg day, things like that. You're going to get the best best bang for your buck when it comes to recovery um but if you don't have say i mean i know supplementation it's pretty it's pretty uh it's an investment right um it can be expensive it can't you know and there are benefits that you can get by just simply getting in a protein source and some carbs some simple carbs so things like um something you can do after a workout is some rice and chicken that's why you see a lot of bodybuilders and um, weightlifters, they usually just have rice and chicken immediately after a workout because that's a little bit more of that faster digesting. Rice is faster digesting, so it replenishes that glycogen stores, which is the carbs that your body needs to replenish that energy. And the protein, of course, can help with repairing those muscles. So getting in a carb and a protein source immediately after your workout, I would say within an hour of your workout, is most optimal now remember these are the hierarchies this is not the end-all be-all you're not a failure you don't just totally lose all your progress if you don't get in that protein and carb first things first don't stress so much it's not that all or nothing thing this is literally i'm talking the the protein relative to training is minimal benefits you will get much better benefits if you are just prioritizing getting enough protein in daily so Keep that in mind, but I do think I do think it's important to talk about protein relative to training and like the hierarchy of spreading out protein throughout your day. All right. And next thing that we'll talk about is is there a way to get in too much protein? That's a question that I've gotten before. Um, and yes and no. <laughs> um, as you all know, as like I talked about before, you gotta develop those digestive enzymes it's very satiating and so it's really tough to even consume that much protein <laughs> and so but say you get to the point where you're like okay i'm eating a ton of protein i feel like i'm going over my protein goal by 50 grams a day um you know you do want to still make sure you're getting those carbs and fats because those carbs and fats are essential for hormone development for energy levels for um so many different things you still want to make sure you're getting in carbs and fats so no there's not necessarily a uh, a such a thing as too much protein i would say but you want to make sure you're staying within your calories if you are on a fat loss journey or you want to aim for those calories right if you have specific goals and protein intake make sure you're just hitting that goal um, but once again, carbs and fats, if you're just getting started, I wouldn't stress so much about those, um, but still make sure you are consuming enough carbs and consuming enough fats because those are important too. Even though protein is my favorite macronutrient, all macronutrients are important, <laughs> except for alcohol. Alcohol is that hidden macronutrient that I'm like, eh, you can go without that. You can, you can survive without alcohol. I know some people may think that they can't, but I promise you, you can't, you can't. Anyways, getting off topic, but all right, so we're going to talk about 
how you can get in more protein because that's really the struggle with a lot of people especially if you're just getting started off oh my gosh how can i get so much protein i'm not used to eating this much protein it's really difficult for me to eat this much protein how do you eat so much protein and so i'm going to go over some tips on how to consume more protein um, especially if, once again if you're just getting started and so number one is prioritize a protein source in every single meal prioritize a protein source in every single meal so if you don't know what a protein source is it's usually something that comes from an animal <laughs> that's i would say is 100 a protein source if you are vegan or you um, have any sort of dietary restrictions against animal meat um you can definitely go with plant-based sources it's just a lot harder much much harder to get in enough protein if you are going the plant-based route because you have to get in i won't get too much into that sciencey thing like com um complementary protein sources or um you know all of those things just know that the best type of protein that you can consume to maintain your muscle is getting it through an animal source and so um, if you have any specific questions as far as vegan protein sources, um, reach out to me specifically and I'd be happy to provide you with some suggestions. But this, I'm keeping this podcast episode as simple as possible. And so we're going to talk about the easier ways that you can get it in with meat, pretty much. Whey protein meat sources. Um, but yeah, prioritize a protein source in every single meal. Every single meal. Ask yourself where's my protein source? Am I getting a good amount? So I would usually suggest maybe like a fistful of protein. So look at your fist, get that much amount of protein in every single meal. That's where to start. Um, and so if you're having breakfast, okay, I'm having some eggs and toast and bacon and all right, where's my protein sources? Now with eggs and toast and bacon, now you got to kind of think about it. If you're, if you've never tracked your macros before, it might be very difficult to understand what has protein, carbs, and fats in it. So that's one great place to start. If you're somebody who's totally against tracking macros, then you can eyeball it. Just know tracking macros is like that, that roadmap, that GPS system to get you to your direct, to get you to your goals a lot faster. So that's why I suggest tracking macros because it just makes you aware of what you're actually consuming. But if you're totally against it, you can definitely eyeball things. Just know that you may not get the best results or as quickly as possible. Anyways, back to it. Um, I would look at your hand fistful and ask yourself, okay, what's the protein source? So I have eggs, bacon, and toast. Okay. So my protein source is going to be that eggs and bacon, right? And so make sure you have at least a fistful of that eggs and bacon. Um, some of you may not know, but eggs are a great protein source and also a great fat source. Um, and so with eggs, the protein in the eggs is actually coming from the egg white. And so if you ever see me in my recipes, I always share egg whites or egg whites to your meals. <laughs> um, and so that's something that I recommend is um, adding more egg whites. If you can make maybe your eggs, I like to do, I call them, uh, I call them juicy eggies, um, me and Zayden do, <laughs> but they're sunny side up eggs. But what I do is I make the juicy eggs, um, but I add more egg whites around the side of the pan. So that way I'm still getting the yolk because I love the yolk. I love to dip my toast in the yolk, super delicious, but I know that I need some more protein with that. And so what I do is I make my egg and then I pour more egg whites. I get the egg whites in the carton. 
I pour that around my egg so that way I'm still getting the same flavor, but I'm adding more protein in as well. So that's my protein source. Awesome. I have a little bit of bacon. Bacon's a great protein source. It is a little higher in fats as well, which is not a bad thing, right? But we want to make sure we're consuming more protein. So if you find yourself always eating more fats than protein, then maybe opt for like turkey bacon. I know it doesn't taste the same. I know it's not the exact same thing as bacon, but it gives you that fix and it is helping you reach your goals. So you're going to have to change that mindset if you're somebody who's just like, ugh, I just can't eat turkey bacon. Ugh, I just can't eat that. I just can't do that. I can't make that substitution. Get that out of your head. Think, okay, this is satisfying my craving. This is tasting delicious. It's good. It's also helping me reach my goals. Cool. Eat it. <laughs> um, but anyways, so identify those protein source for lunch. Ask yourself, what's the protein source? Do I have a fistful of protein in this meal? So it could be a chicken salad. You could do a sandwich. I like to make sandwiches all the time. Sandwiches are not unhealthy. Um, I do more of like a leaner uh, lunch meat. We do, we like to do like deli turkey or deli ham. Um, I usually opt for the low, low fat cheese just because it's a little bit higher in protein, but you're more than welcome to do regular cheese. Cheese is a good protein source as well. Um, and then you can do... Um, you know, whatever toast. Um, I actually have a great bread place here in Arizona. It's called Chompies. They have a protein bread. Um, Dave's Killer Bread is another higher protein bread. <clears throat> and you can do that. And there you go. You have some protein. You have good fistful of protein, right? Um, and then dinner, once again, ask yourself, what's the protein source? So in every single meal, ask yourself, what is my protein source? Do I have protein in this meal? That's a great place to start. Next thing that you can start with is st start your day off with a high protein meal. Get ahead of it. Um, so if you've ever read the book Win the Day by Mark Batterson, he um, one of his daily habits or habits that of a successful day is to eat the frog. And so what that means is essentially eat, do the hardest thing first. Get the hardest thing done first. So if you find yourself struggling to eat protein throughout your day, then eat a good amount at the beginning of the day. Try to get a head start. Eat, like load that breakfast with 50, 60 grams of protein if you really struggle. So start your day off with a high protein meal. Um, we usually do, like I said, eggs, egg whites, um, turkey bacon. We do chicken sausage. That's another great protein source. And then I like to have protein coffee. So I'll, like I said before, I'll do half a scoop of my protein powder and collagen and that adds another 20 grams of protein to my meal. Another way to add protein is keep some protein-rich snacks just around. So, you know, like I had mentioned, it's a little bit harder to get in, but protein-rich snacks are actually not that hard. You just got to get a little bit creative. So what we like to do, Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt is a great high-protein source that you can make easily into a snack. Um, a lot of jerky. Make sure you look for the leaner jerkies. Um, elk jerky. I love whenever my dad, he gets... Uh, he gets a elk or deer. He makes the best elk jerky. <laughs> and so get your, and that's like super, super lean. So anyways, jerky is a great high protein 
snack. You could do protein bars. Just once again, with protein bars, look at the back of the label and make sure that it has more protein than carbs and fats. Otherwise, it's not a protein source. Um, for me, I personally like Bear Bell. That is one of my favorite B-A-R-E-B-E-L-L, Bear Bell protein. Um, I get mine at Trader Joe's. I've seen them at a couple of gas stations before too, but that is one of my favorite protein bars. One second, I'm going to take a drink of water. All right, I was getting dry mouthed. And then um, another great protein source, or I'm sorry, protein bar. First Form has ones that taste like candy, literally. Um, they have a, what is it, the PB pretzel. That one's, or PB dark chocolate pretzel. That one's one of the most delicious ones. Um, there's just a little bit more on the high end of the um, spectrum when it comes to cost. And so I just go with the ones that I can find around here in Arizona. And so Bear Bell, one of the best. Um, Quest has some great protein chips. Those are nice little snacks to have on hand. Um, low fat uh, shredded cheese or not shredded cheese. Um, String cheese. String cheese is a great little high protein snack. You can pack your lunchbox. I usually like to keep those on hand for Zayden. Um, you can do so many different different variations. You can keep. I like to make a high protein um, dip. So I do Greek yogurt. And if you make any sort of dip, like for events, barbecues, just use substitute Greek yogurt. If you use sour cream, substitute it with Greek yogurt. It tastes nearly identical. But you're also like tripling the amount of protein you're getting in. So um, another tip that you can do is get a high protein powder that doesn't taste like crap. Like I mentioned, I use level one from first form. That is the best tasting protein powder that I have ever tasted. However, there are many great flavored proteins out there. Just make sure that one, it's third party tested and two, it tastes good. If it doesn't taste good, if it's chalky, if it's disgusting, if it's gritty in your mouth, then you're not going to drink it and it's not going to help you reach your goal. So I would say, you know, if you're going to get a good quality protein powder, like invest into that. Don't just try to go the cheap route because you're just going to end up wasting your money because it's going to be disgusting. So make sure it's a good tasting protein powder. Um, next one is read your labels. Watch out for the marketing tactics. That's a big one. If you're somebody who, um, <laughs> I, I always like to call my mom out and I hope she's, I love my mom. She's great. Um, and she's always sending me high protein recipes and things that she knows that can maybe help me or recipes that I can share with all of you guys. Um, I love her, but sometimes she cracks me up because she's like, oh, look at this. This, I got this healthy treat. And you know, this healthy treat said like high protein or double the amount of protein. I always recommend reading the labels because I look at the back of it and I'm like, oh, yes, it does say double the amount of protein, but it's like Reese's peanut butter cup with, it's a, one of the big fat ones and it's like double the amount of protein. And I look back and it's like, well, yeah, one regular protein cup or peanut butter cup, excuse me, has one gram of protein. And of course, the bigger one, the big king size one has two grams of protein. And so it's like double the amount of protein. You're like, these, these companies are smart. They know what the, what, what is on social media and they know how to target people. And most people want to eat healthier, but they also want to satisfy their sweet tooth. They also want to satisfy their cravings. And so when you see a candy bar in the aisle and you're like, double the amount of protein. Awesome. I'm getting that. 
heck yeah, sold. And then you look at the back of the label later and you're like, that only had two grams of protein in it. Well, they didn't lie. It does have double the amount of protein. And so my mom, she's always looking for healthy stuff. And she's like, yeah, it said double the amount of protein or it said all natural or it said organic. And while these things can be good and helpful and healthier alternatives to non-organic or non-natural, always look at the labels, look at the macros first look and actually this week I'm going to be talking in my sustainably healthy on um, group how to read labels so that's going to be a good one (laughs) if you're interested let me know and I'd be happy to send you the link to join us Um, but this week um, I'm sorry reading labels is huge make sure you're looking at the back of the package make sure you read the macros the serving size the amount of grams like make sure you're reading <laughs> reading into those because um, a lot of those companies, they can put really anything on their box and not give you actually what you think you're getting. So watch those, read those macros, make sure there's enough protein. If it's a protein source, a protein source means that it has more protein than carbs and fats. So that is a protein source. So keep that in mind when you're looking at labels. Another tip is to opt for leaner cuts. So Try to go for, like I'd mentioned before, turkey bacon instead of regular bacon. That's a leaner cut. Um, Chicken is more of that lean meat. You can go with steak, um, but try to go for the leaner cuts of steak. So, you know, we usually like to go with like a fillet or um, sirloin is a little bit leaner than like ribeye or T-bone, things like that. Um, So opt for the leaner cuts. Shrimp is very lean protein source. Um, We do ground turkey or like a leaner ground turkey, but you can also do ground beef. Just go for the leaner cut of ground beef. But leaner cuts mean that it's going to typically be lower in fat and higher in protein. And like I said, fat is not bad. So don't think that fat's bad. But our goal is to up that protein intake. You're not having a hard time hitting your fat goal. You're not having a hard time hitting your carb goal. It's usually that protein. So opt for those leaner cuts so that way you have a better chance at getting more protein in. And the last tip I have for you is cottage cheese. Need I say more? (laughs) Um, so if you are on TikTok or any sort of social media platform, you're going to see a lot of, especially if you're following high protein recipes, you're going to see a lot of cottage cheese recipes lately. Um, cottage cheese is the new cauliflower is what they say. It's kind of funny, but cottage cheese is great because it can be both sweet and savory. That's what I love about it. But cottage cheese is a very high protein source. And so if you don't have any sort of dairy sensitivities, cottage cheese is a great protein source that can literally help you hit your protein goal so easily. And I know some of us are like, ew, cottage cheese. I can't do the texture. Um, my son, he, is the same way. He gags. I remember him as a baby. He would eat, I made, I gave him cottage cheese one time and he like literally gagged and spit it up. Um, and he's always been that way. He's never liked cottage cheese. And so I've been making recipes lately, obviously with more protein in it. Um, and I have found ways to sneak it into his food and he doesn't even notice. So protein is a, or I'm sorry, cottage cheese is such a great protein source and you can make so many, the recipes are endless. I've seen cottage cheese pancakes, cottage cheese waffles, cottage cheese ice cream, cottage cheese um, Alfredo sauce, cottage cheese everything. So cottage cheese is a great way to make it, like I said, sweet, savory, and just help you get that protein source in. 
but ultimately that is basically it for the tips of how to hit your protein goal um, if you struggle or you need any help you know where to find me as a nutrition coach this is what i specialize in i love protein and i know exactly how to help you hit that protein goal so once again have some patience it's going to take some time to really get the hang of it if you're new to eating enough protein or consuming enough protein it's not something that just comes overnight where you're like oh i hit my protein goal like i totally got it like it's going to take time it took me a long time to figure it out it took me a long time to just get the hang of eating enough but um it's like i said Eventually, you'll get to the point where you're like, okay, I need to cut back on my protein intake. <laughs> but anyways, my son is knocking on the door. I locked them out so I could finish this podcast episode. But like I said, I promised you all a podcast episode every Wednesday, whether it's 6 p.m. at night or early in the morning. Um, it's going to be every Wednesday because Wednesday is Wednesday for our sustainably healthy community. So we share our wins and a win for you every Wednesday is you get a podcast episode from yours truly and in this sustainably healthy podcast. So I hope you learned a thing or two. If you did, I would appreciate it if you shared this episode with someone that you think would benefit from this episode as well and reach out. Let me know if you've listened to this episode, if you enjoyed it, or if it helped you, or if it didn't, or whatever. I just would love some feedback and um, always looking to help as many people as I possibly can develop a sustainably healthy lifestyle. So anyways, we'll see you next week or, or I'll chat with you next week <laughs> on the Sustainably Healthy Podcast and y'all have a fantastic rest of your evening. Okay, bye guys.